What's up guys, it's Ollie from History Profiles and today's video will be on the cannibal farmer, Peter Stump. Once again, this man is one of the most depraved people I have ever read about or ever come across. Let's get into the video. The date Peter Stump was born is unknown. However, it is estimated that he was born in between the years 1525 and 1549. He was born near the village of Bedburg in Germany. His name is derived from the German word for stump, as it is said that he had a missing hand and only had a stump there, hence his name, Peter Stump. When Peter was just 12 years old, he became interested in black magic and the occult. He even allegedly practiced necromancy and sorcery throughout his life. It wouldn't be long till Peter made a deal with the devil and sold his soul to Lucifer when he was around 20 years old. The deal was Peter would give away his soul and the devil would provide him with a belt. This belt, however, was special. As soon as the belt would be put on, he would be transformed into a werewolf. In this state, he would now be powerful, but greedy, and have a thirst for blood. The devil had turned him into an agent of chaos. Whenever he put the belt on, he would be known as the werewolf of Bedburg. Although Peter only had one hand, he still made very good money for a farmer back then, and was considered to be quite wealthy. Peter would also marry and have two children, a boy and a girl. His wife would soon die, and he became a widower. Another woman in town would catch his eye, and he then took her as his mistress. Her name was Catherine, and she was well known around the town. She was tall, slender, described as fair of face, and very beautiful. For the rest of his life, after the deal with Satan, he would terrify the village of Bedburg. By day, he was a normal man, a hard-working farmer, a family man. By night, however, he would transform and go on the hunt for flesh. He had a good reputation in the community and would lure women into fields alone. He would then murder them. He would remove his belt and slip back into society. No one would have thought that one-handed Peter Stump was capable of such a thing. He knew the families of the women he had killed and would greet them after the deed was done. He was truly a monster. Not long after he acquired the belt, he had killed 13 girls and two pregnant women, allegedly eating their unborn children. When he couldn't find a prey, he would look for cattle and rip lambs apart eating them completely raw. As well as all these atrocities, Peter also had an incestuous relationship with his daughter, and she gave birth to a child as a result from this relationship. As time went on, Peter's lust for blood grew. He now killed simply for the thrill. One night, he came home in his wolf form, and whilst his son was there playing, in front of the fireplace, Peter killed him and ate the brains. 
out of his own son's head. Another example of his actions were when he saw a group of friends walking together in the woods. There were two men and a woman. Peter quickly called the name of one of the people in the group, as he knew them locally from the town of Bedburg. The man walked over to the dark area of the woods to see who was calling his name. He was silently killed. The other man, realising his friend had been gone for a while, went to look for him, but he was also quickly killed. He then chased the woman down and killed her. The bodies of the men were found in the woods a few days later. However, the woman was never found. It was presumed that she had been eaten. Men around the town were starting to grow suspicious and they banded together with their dogs in order to hunt down the wolf. The dogs quickly led them to the forest and the men trapped and cornered the werewolf against some trees. Peter was described as the likeness of a greedy devouring wolf, strong and mighty with eyes great and large, which in the night sparkled like fire, a mouth great and wide, with most sharp and cruel teeth, a huge body and mighty paws. The men were all well armed and had their dogs there, willing to fight Peter to the death. However, he slipped out of his belt and regained his human form. The men were shocked that the werewolf was Peter Stump from their own town. They escorted him back to his own house and they called the local authorities to arrest and put him on trial. Before the trial, however, was the interrogation. He was put to the rack, which is a torture instrument in which Peter's ankles and wrists were tied to each corner of a frame. Then, through turning a crank, his whole body would be stretched. This torture method led Peter to tell his whole story, including his dealings with the black arts and how he was indeed a worshipper of the devil. For 25 years, he had been a bloodsucker who gorged on the flesh of cattle and humans alike. He confessed to eating and killing 14 children and two pregnant women whose fetuses he ripped from their wombs and ate their hearts. The worst of it is, one of those children was his own son whose brain he devoured. To make matters worse, he even confessed to having intercourse with a succubus, which is a demon in female form. He even told the torturers about his magical belt, which was a gift from Satan himself. In addition to that, he also told them the names of countless people who had been murdered. When men came storming into his house in search of the belt, nothing could be found. It is widely assumed that the devil took his transformation device back and left Peter to be tormented waiting till his soul joined him in hell. On October the 28th, 1589, Peter Stump 
face trial for the murders of countless men, women and children and cattle around Bedburg. In addition to incest, cannibalism and kinslaying as he killed his own son. Due to his confessions, he was found guilty immediately and was sentenced to endure the torments which his deeds deserved. On October the 31st, alongside his daughter and his mistress, he was put to the wheel, where his bones were shattered. Next, he would endure red-hot pincers, ripping bits of flesh from his body. His arms and legs were then completely broken by a man swinging the blunt side of an axe head at the pivotal parts of the bone. This was done as Peter had practiced necromancy and the people didn't want him rising from the dead. Finally, he was put out of his misery and beheaded. His broken body was then consumed by flames of a pyre. His daughter and mistress's body were also burned. A pole was then erected with the figure of a wolf on it and Peter Stump's head was placed on the top of the pole. Peter's story is one of many when it comes to people dealing with the dark arts and Satan. Was he truly a werewolf? Did he truly commit these barbaric acts? Did he beg for death under torture and lie to end his pain? Let me know in the comment section down below and tell me if you like these videos on Satanists who have been found guilty of these atrocities. Once again, dark forces were prevalent in those times. The same forces are still here today, except these people stay hidden in the shadows. When the world wakes up, hopefully it is not too late. Stay safe everyone and have a great day. Bye.